This is Anthems. Hello. I'm Isabel Adamarco-Young, and I'm an actor, writer, and drag artist. I also helped found Brainchild, a three-day festival celebrating creativity, bold ideas, and DIY spirit. Your word of the day is give. But let's start from the beginning with anthems and this season's theme, pride. A wonderful choice. It swells my heart to hear the word pride, honestly, because I know that it's the tool by which we sculpt ourselves. Pride, for me, is the first step on the way to equality, in that LGBTQIA people are telling ourselves and the world that we deserve to be here, and we know it. We've been here all along, and we're not going anywhere. Pride is the spade with which we dig out room for us to move our limbs, and it's the inheritance that older queer folks pass to younger ones. And that's really what's on my mind, that giving of pride. When I first heard Ring of Keys from Alison Bechdel's musical Fun Home, I cried. If you don't know it, give it a listen. In the scene, a young Alison sees a butch woman for the first time in a diner, and something in her lights up. It's the most perfect account of seeing someone express an element of what you are when you hadn't known that was possible. I feel, and she doesn't have words for it, little Alison asks the woman, do you feel my heart saying hi? That butch woman was giving her something she couldn't yet name. I'm grateful to all the playwrights putting queer stories front and centre in just the same way that I say a silent thank you to all the folks I see expressing themselves authentically in public, in ways that society might read as other. Alison Bechdel was saying to me, a young theatre maker in the audience, I am carving this space, dance in it. I guess what I'm reaching towards is that pride is a two-way street. Part of the reason the connection between us folks who are in the minority around gender or sexuality is so deep and profound is this. By expressing yourselves, you're giving room to others. You're giving permission. You've stuck your head over the parapet. And lest we forget, it is a very real parapet with the very real risk of physical harm from a cis-normative and heteronormative world. And that courage is appreciated. Pride is received and, crucially, given. In fact, it is vital. I started doing drag at someone else's invitation. That rehearsal room was my first time in a genuinely queered space. Not that everyone in it was gay, but that we were explicitly and deliberately casting aside the silent rules that near enough every room I'd been in up until then had ascribed to. I only realised how much I needed drag in the doing of it. That space was the catalyst of a more authentic life for me. And I'm still grateful to our directors for their courage and insight in that. As a queer woman whose only long-term relationships have been with straight men, I'm often presumed to be straight. One of the few environments where that's not true is in the world of cabaret. On the dance floor at the Glory, I'll be asked my pronouns and sexuality, handed the power to define myself for once. Though in daily life my queerness isn't visible to the normative eye, I hope that I give pride to others through my drag performance. At its best, drag kinging creates space in both gender, performing masculinity through a non-mask body, and sexuality, as my character Izzy Aman has loving fans across the sexuality spectrum. The performer and audience relationship is another variety of give and receive, which may be why it's so explosive when queered. That pride, that courage, is something that the wider world has been trying to grasp at. 
I wonder whether what queer folks often lament as a tokenistic claiming of catchphrases like yes, queen, etc., is an inept but honest desire for some of that mutual support. It's never easy, but at least in recent decades, queer folks have been publicly finding language for that self-belief. There's a reason we throw the best parties. Does wider society witness that and covet our hard-won freedom for itself? Emotionally repressed men, monogamy-tyrannized couples. There are so many ways to feel small. My beloved godmother, Deborah Orr, wrote in her memoir that people often name pride what would more rightfully be called shame. If your pride doesn't allow you something you need, do you really want to hold on to it? I'm reminded of how many straight people have been helped on TV by the Queer Eye Boys, who give them a toolkit of acceptance. Queer folks the world over have been forced to learn to cultivate self-love in the harshest environments. Our pride is forged in fire, and it turns out that's a precious resource. The unkind reading of queer pride is that we think we're special, we want more space for us and less for others. But we all know that's just a failure of imagination. We're making space, not taking it. There's enough for everyone. So maybe what I'd encourage you, my dear listener, to take from this anthem is this. Give. Have the courage. Be generous. Don't ask queer folks or women to do the labor for you unless you're willing to work equally hard in return. Carve space in the world. Give it to those in need. And eventually, there'll be room for us all to dance. Give, definition, verb. To freely transfer the possession of something to someone. To cause or allow someone or something to have or experience something. To provide with. 